Bars. Shout out to this month's sponsor, System Joe, who just released their new cocktail-flavored line of lubes. I am loving the mojito one, and there is a Mai Tai as well. We will be featuring some of their sexy products in our upcoming sensuality workshops. Please go to keepingitcasualpodcast.com for more information. This month, I am thrilled to welcome my friend who I've been trying to get on the podcast for two fucking years. <laughs> She's a comedian. She is touring all over North America, and she has an Amazon Prime special coming out soon. Please welcome Liz Stone. Woo! We finally made it happen. We did. Two years later. <laughs> two years later. We did it. And we both had a very eventful two years. Yes, we did. Now we are... And we we need to talk about it on the podcast. We lived through it together. Like we, you know, maybe because how we met is you were doing one of my best friends' show. You yep. you were doing Don't Tell Comedy, and I watched your performance, and I was like, oh fuck, I need to get her on my podcast. <laughs> so I ran up to you, I was like, hi, I have a podcast. You want to be on it? And you were like, yeah, sure, let's be You're friends. Like, it's about dating and being single. I was like, oh yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's about dating. It's about being single. It's about you know sex. And she, you I were like, like, there we go. Everything I talk about on stage. <laughs> and it was so funny because like um, my friend Rachel Keepers know Rachel because she's been on the show. Her boyfriend was like, you have a girl crush on her. I was like, no, I just I I know we're going to work well together. OK. <laughs> <laughs> and then it turned out I'm a lawyer and you're a paralegal. Yeah. So our day job stuff we can talk about. Yes. And yeah, we we've definitely bonded over how ridiculous male lawyers can be. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't miss being in those offices. Oh, my God. I love my new my new paralegal job it's great but that's besides the point um in your stand-up you're very open about your personal life surviving divorce and all that did you find it cathartic joking about that as you were moving through the situation I did find it cathartic but I also was a permanent downward spiral for a while where I literally just lived my meltdown on stage I did that after my last breakup on the podcast they got to go through my entire spiral yeah and so every time something happened I would just be on stage the next day like literally just trying to process what just happened because it was one thing after the next Mm -hmm. kept happening with like my crazy ex-husband and it was (sighs) so nuts and people would just be like oh my god and people would be like I'm so sorry I'm so jealous of like what's going to happen with your comedy because it was <laughs> and I was like I just the way the comics in San Francisco found out I got divorced is I just said it on stage like the mm-hmm. day he moved out um at the punchline showcase where all the comics are and everyone's like what and I'm like that's how everyone found out and then I'd have like a date where a guy pulled a knife out of my apartment and I'd just be on stage talking about it the next day. And everyone was like, um, we're like a little like worried. I'm like, well, you're all up to date on what's going on. Like it's just getting, you know, lived out on stage. So, and then I ended up, yes, being very cathartic to make something out of it. But it really came from just being like in such a bad place. And it was like, mm-hmm. who cares if I talk about it on stage? Yeah, I mean, I know you've talked about, like, how your husband, um, the Apple TV situation on stage. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll give you kind of, like, the very quick over. I mean, there's not a super quick overview of my divorce because it's so insane. And there are so many details to this story. But Mm -hmm. basically, um, his dick didn't work and we didn't have sex. And that was, like, in hindsight, not even the worst of the problems because he is an absolute monster but I didn't even like really realize that then we he moved out and then while he used Apple TV and he started well he did a few things first he uploaded a picture of a girl into our shared Dropbox account and I was like 
okay. Was she naked or was she just a random girl? It looked girl? like it was like a screenshot from a dating profile or something. And oh, I'm cool. like, okay, I, it, that's careless and not cool. Mm-hmm. At, oh, okay. Then... I came home and it was a day after Christmas. I'd spent Christmas alone. Aww. I'd like come home from a show. I'm all just super depressed anyway. And I turn on my TV and I get a screenshot of a sext message between him and a woman whose name Paloma based on the, the screenshot. Wow. And the first message that comes up is I miss your yummy hard cock in my mouth. And that's what I see on my TV. Oh my God. And I'm like on Christmas day uh, on the day after Christmas. And I'm like, Oh my God. And then there's these three screenshots where he's just screenshot the dirtiest parts of the conversation. What a fucking psychopath. And sent it to my TV and he was the one who set everything up. Mm-hmm. He is someone who like, if I put a charger in a different socket, he'd be like, did you put the charger in a different socket? Like super type a lawyer. Mm-hmm. He knew what he was doing. And yeah. I just saw it. And I was like, I know he did this on pur- uh, on purpose. Yeah. But the real reason I know he did it on purpose is it, I was, I mean, I was so messed up from seeing it, it was horrible. Yeah. And then I finally sent him the pictures of it yeah. with this like, totally you know rant of an email yeah and and then was also like in your sexting sucks and paloma deserves better <laughs> and just all this stuff and then he responded to that instead of all he had to do was change his password yeah at, or just not do it again yeah. um like he could easily not send stuff to my tv Easy. next thing i know I come home from a show by myself, turn on my TV, and there's pictures of him and a girl on a weekend trip to Vegas together. What the fuck? And it's um, like a video of her singing karaoke, like just, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh I my God. she was singing before he cheats. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then I, he wouldn't change his pace, Facebook password. Like yeah. I had asked him multiple times, like just because your his stuff was just popping up on my devices where he'd used it before in the past or whatever and I'm like change your password and um so I went into his Facebook so I saw her name I saw who she was and then I saw that they had gone to a comedy show at Cobb's in San Francisco together for a sketch fest show which is one of the clubs you regularly perform at yes and I'm like so you are not only going on dates brazenly to like my turf, but on some level you must not think I'm like good enough to be there. And I'm like, I don't think so. Oh, and so then it, like, I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't care what happens. I'm going to perform at every club like on this <laughs> fucking planet so that even if you're on vacation or whatever, you're never going to want to go to a comedy club ever again. You're yeah. definitely not going to go on a date to a comedy club and mm-hmm. definitely not in the Bay area. And then not too long after that, the pandemic hit and I was like, oh man. And there was, you know, there's no comedy. We started yeah. doing zoom shows and Which someone sent me a picture <laughs> and I'm alone in the apartment where yeah. we lived together for 12 years. Yeah. He bought me out of our house in Tahoe five weeks before the pandemic. Oh my God. And then of course the house tripled in value and mm-hmm. I have like no interest in it then. And yeah. he has like all this outdoor space and I'm just in this place where, where it's like haunted. Yeah. And, um, someone sends me a picture of 
pictures from Facebook of him and his new girlfriend on the beach in Hawaii. And I'm like, I don't need this shit right now. And I started putting it up as my Zoom background and drinking margaritas (laughs) with them on Zoom with people. Like, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm not lonely. I'm drinking with my ex and his girlfriend. And like one night, like all my friends put on bathing suits and sunglasses and like got tropical drinks. Oh, that's funny. And so I started putting that in my Zoom set. And then like pictures of my divorce cake and like just all this stuff. And um, during COVID... The girl from my TV, not the sext messages, but the yeah. one who was on the Vegas trip. The karaoke singer. The karaoke <laughs> singer saw me on Zoom, <laughs> realized who I was, reached out to me and was like, your first was like, you know, you're so funny, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, I feel like I should tell you I dated your ex, but like you seem way cooler. And I was like well I am <laughs> are you like Genevieve and because her name was just Jen and she's like yeah and I'm like well I feel like I should tell you you were on my tv and she's like no no um I actually was seeing him when you found those sex messages that wasn't me and I'm like oh no I'm like no he, no no he, after I told him about that he sent pictures of you and she's like what she's like can we FaceTime I'm like yes <laughs> So we FaceTime. I tell her like the whole, she's like, he's such a piece of shit. I hate him. My friends hate him. He's so awful. And I was like, let me just tell you, you're lucky you only spent four months with him because I spent 12 years with him and it was a living hell. And then at the end of the call, she's like, and what's wrong with his dick? And he sucks in bed. And I'm like, never started working. He told me, I'm like, he told me it was me. And I think like every once in a while his dick works when he's like super manic or whatever. Yeah. But, um, I'm like, no, he sent me all that stuff to be like, it's all, it was all you like you mm-hmm. know you're the problem and he said yeah. that in his email too like and he even told me that like in per- like when we were together he's like it's your vibe you're not fun and I'm like you know you could list a lot of things that are wrong with me but I'm gonna go out on a limb and be like if anything I have a fun vibe you like you're very fun <laughs> I'm like we've I'm- partied together <laughs> no alcohol we've partied I know. together I'm and like, we have a blast I'm like this is like not real so we became friends. She hired me to perform at her Zoom birthday party nice. in front with in front of all the people that had met him. The after party was everyone trashing him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I just what I really all I really want is at some point to be on a streaming service because mm-hmm. he streamed that stuff to my yeah. TV and I would like to stream what I made about it to his TV yes and, Amazon Prime here we come and I was like what a pipe dream but my I believe I started telling people my soul will not rest until I'm on a streaming service <laughs> and I didn't know I was a witch because <laughs> very shortly after they added me to the next season of Laugh After Dark on Amazon Prime and shout out to Laugh After Dark shout family. out to Laugh After Dark for being like yeah we'll we'll make this happen Kelsey's amazing (laughs) and then I don't know when that comes out I think it's with it's a distribution company has it yeah it's ready to go it's no one really knows what the delay is but I guess at some point it's Hollywood babe yeah at some point (laughs) it'll be out but they still say it's gonna come out so I believe it well they're they're posting clips about it and stuff um so I'm gonna just talk about how he said you're not fun this is how fun Liz is <laughs> we did not know we were in the same place oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sitting three we at were the at baseball a baseball game, game th- <laughs> sitting three rows away from each other and I go on Instagram and I was like oh it looks like my friend Liz is here and she turns around and goes I'll be your friend Liz and I was like well you are and we were like, oh, shit. <laughs> it was so funny I was like oh my god I because I was like your friend Liz 
was I was like, well, let me step in in her place. And we had no idea <laughs> that, that we, we were, were at the same place. And I, I had like last minute. We decided to go like last minute. I did too, and, last yeah. second. And it was Pride Night, and I did my makeup all all Pride. And out. then we went out after. It yes. was so fun. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, um, screw your ex husband. I know. That. And here's the other thing: like in the mid, in the thick of the divorce, I think sometimes people try to be like uh-huh. oh you're just emotional right now and like no. you'll look back on this the further out of it I get mm-hmm. the worse I realize he was yeah and the more like I realize how completely like evil he was mm-hmm. and totally abusive and I'm like okay I don't take it as personally anymore because now yeah. I know he's like a piece of shit yeah and and the, I keep meeting people who have had other interactions with him and are like I fucking hate that well dude. the fact that you became friends with his ex-girlfriend who has the same like <laughs> kind of story that you have and you know what's interesting like I have a really I have a few really shitty exes but one in particular that I'm thinking of like I I had talked to some of his exes just randomly because apparently when you break up with a guy the the sisters get together and we all have to tell stories (laughs) and they all had similar experiences with him that I did and I was like and then you start to realize like oh because he really made me feel like there was something wrong with me he I came out of that marriage being like I'm unfuckable I'm there's something fundamentally like wrong with me and then the further out of it I got I'm like I'm fine you are and he's just a piece of shit exactly and he's a loser so he was just like completely gaslighting me for 12 years and I just didn't realize it and so I'm like, you, oh so it sounds like a lot of positive things came from <laughs> that divorce oh my god the, a million, first of all my best girlfriends yeah. I ha- so, oh, so the other thing that happened when I got divorced is we'd gone to law school together my ex and I we graduated mm-hmm. the same year then we both worked at big law firms in San Francisco Separate law firms, separate law firms, Mm -hmm. even in the same building. Mm -hmm. It was like, we were in a ski lease with all of our coworkers. Like we all knew the same people. Our friends were basically all like Mm -hmm. lawyer couples and we'd all known each other for a long time. And I was like, these people are not going to be the kinds of friends I need. Mm -hmm. Like it's that like, Oh, well we're just not going to take sides. And I'm like, you guys, you need to take sides. Yeah. And I'm like, also it's not like we just grew apart. Like, uh, he flung me in in a drunken blackout on Christmas. Yeah. Got so drunk watching the Warriors when they lost. He flung me across a room by my ankle on what? like a nice vacation and screamed at me for eight hours. That's, and that's your fault that the, the and, basketball team lost. Yeah, and not one of Jesus you guys Christ. like said anything other than he must be in a bad place right now. I'm like, fuck you guys. So I cut off literally everyone who still mm-hmm. talks to him. I blocked them. I never told them one woman who I really other than the situation really like mm-hmm. messaged me and I was like I'm not gonna have mutual friends it was right off the screenshots yeah. she sent it and I'm like you're out and then I was like well I've really uh put, like I was like well I'll just do comedy like those people are you know mm-hmm. my friends but then I met the best group of girlfriends on the planet Aww. who are such upgrades over my old friends honestly <laughs> like Every single time I hang out with my girlfriends and they met me because they were, they saw me performing the set about the screenshots. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. awesome. And I'm like, okay. So my friends are like all successful creatives yeah. and all super cool and all like my friends. Yeah. And it's, it all came out of like doing the performing about that's amazing. it. Yes. And so, um, I've seen you like out on your girl trips with them and yes. stuff. Like you guys went to Palm Springs together. That looks like so much fun. Yeah. So, um, and I'm like, wait, 
I needed to get rid of those other friends anyway. Like mm-hmm. there's a couple and they were actually originally my friends. Uh-huh. Some, um, this couple from law school, I was friends with them since the beginning of law school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't need to eat dinner at 5 30 PM and listen to them. Like talk about their like schedule that they live and die by and then have to have dinner done by seven because they need to be in, they go to bed at like seven 45 PM. I'm like, this is not my lifestyle. This is not fun. What kind of lawyers are they? Most of the lawyers I know love cocaine. (laughs) And no, I had like like very (laughs) uptight corporate lawyers. I feel like Vegas lawyers might be more fun. They're like Vegas lawyers are like, we'll treat it like the eighties. San Francisco lawyers are not a good time. They're like, we have to put our pearls on and we have to. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, like, yes, I cut off 15 years of (laughs) friends that I had built up, but like my new friends are just a much better fit. So you know what though? Like it's like, I, I, I say this a lot, but history doesn't equate. Exactly. To, I'm like, you're never going to be the kind yeah. of friend I need right now. And fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> history, like history doesn't mean shit. Like I've had friends that I thought were my best friends for years and years and years. I had one girl just like go like block yeah. me. And I was like, wait, what, what happened? When did yeah. we not become friends yeah. anymore? And, and it's like, okay, that's cool. The journey she needs to go on and it's fine. Like exactly. I have a great group of girlfriends. I don't, yeah. you know, and I'm like, well, I don't even live the same life at all and also I'm like I can't imagine you hanging out with stuffy boring lawyers yeah maybe that's the fun he wanted you to be (laughs) (laughs) and I'm just like yeah you guys can all and I think I my guess is he was just really I think he thought that he'd do all this stuff to me and Uh it would make me go crazy and I'd go complain to people and they'd be like we're not gonna get we're not gonna get involved and And he'd be like oh she's crazy crazy." Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what we're not gonna do that I was like these people are going to sit and ignore this. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it so that you guys find out from like my comedy, which will also keep him from going on dates to comedy clubs ever again. <laughs> so, you know what? I got this one. Just kind of have a long game here and fuck all you guys <laughs> sit and spin. <laughs> Perfect. So then dating after divorce. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, which I approached in the most chaotic way possible. So were you on the apps and stuff? So I had, yes. I mean the, the day I was single, my friend Ron Vi, who is a comic and gay guy He's, was like, he performs out here a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. I know I've seen him. Yes. He set me up on the apps and just started messaging dudes like, <laughs> And he wrote for Joan Rivers. Everything's hilarious. But like, man, dudes actually like talking to crazy gay guys. Like it was. And then I would go on these most just chaotic dates. dates. And also the other thing is I didn't get divorced and say, well, now I'm looking for the right guy. I got divorced and was like, fuck my old life. It sucked. Like relationships are not fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I, I will never go near a lawyer or a finance guy ever again. I like you. I am not. So on one hand I was super open-minded on the other hand, that meant I had like no screening devices. What? Like it was just like, <laughs> Oh my God, you have a neck tattoo. Well, that's new and interesting. <laughs> like let's give it a whirl. Well, you, you and know? your ex were together for 12 years and after a 12 year relationship. Yeah. Like, you and need I had to a, go a little, I had a loser boyfriend before him. Yeah. Who I also met in law school who was Richard Nixon's nephew. And <laughs> was so uh, would be like are you gonna act like this like we'd be at a party Mm -hmm. that was like an after party in san francisco like Mm -hmm. with a dj and i'd be dancing and he'd be like are you gonna have this kind of decorum when we hang out with senators and i'm like senators aren't inviting you anywhere one like you're and yes i will (laughs) and like two like 
Also, you can go fuck yourself. And Not so, only that, senators, most of them are caught in the bathroom with yeah. gay prostitutes. I'm so like, I coming mean, from like, like one of the most disgraced president, relatives yeah. of the most disgraced <laughs> president of all time. Like, slow your roll, man. If you would have dated Bill Clinton's nephew, he would have probably been like, well, yeah, <laughs> like, have a party. And so I had, yeah, I'd only ever dated kind of guys I met because the apps weren't around then. So I met guys that I met in school yeah. or friends, like, you know, so it was kinda, all the same kind of people. I kind of miss dating before the apps. It was like, the. It, it was just, you know. I feel like there was way less rejection though. Because you had to meet in person yeah. so you could suss it out more. Yeah. So you weren't just like looking at pictures or someone was good at making yeah. conversation or like everyone's just giving their fun friends, their phone to their friends to oh, write yeah. messages. Me so you too. don't even yeah. know who's sending a message. Exactly. And I have met people that I'm still friends with on the mm-hmm. apps. Honestly, like, yeah. um, it's not like it's all bad, no, but I not. also, you, d- didn't know like what the red flags to look for are or like when to just get up and leave what the right apps are when you first start dating like my friend laura coronado she does a podcast called no night there are no nice guys (laughs) which is true i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) we're not i'm not man shaving here it's just at the end of the day like the nice guy trope it's just a oh guy. yeah that's it's, they're, a, tr- they're it's gonna, a trope they're gonna put roofies in your drink yeah. <laughs> any guy who's like well i'm a nice guy and i'm a feminist i'm like i will cover my drink immediately like <laughs> i would rather a dude just be like oh just trying to get laid and i'm like you know what exactly. at least we Respect. know where you're at right now yeah <laughs> but any guy who's like i just want to be sensitive because i'm a male feminist i'm like i i, I am so creeped out you're somebody- you're gonna have sex with a girl while she's sleeping for sure there's somebody specifically that i'm sure you know of but specifically i have in my brain who claims to be such a male feminist oh it's just like (laughs) i can't you don't need to say it if you're actually like a decent person like no no um yeah and so it you know i had a friend talking about like well when i was on okay cupid i was like are you trying to get murdered what's wrong with you and it's different in vegas in san francisco that's where all the apps were created and Mm -hmm. everyone lives on the apps there like everyone hinge and tinder and bumble and and you're if you are single, you're on the apps yeah. because that is the people don't even talk in person. So Yikes. out in Vegas, it's very different. Like yeah. out in Vegas, I really have just met people in person, and it's great yeah. to just meet people in person. Yeah, and Vegas is it's more of that culture. People are more social. Guys yeah. are much more comfortable just like yeah. hitting on people in person. Yeah, and so then you get a feel for what someone's actually like right yeah. away. So yeah, but in the Bay Area everyone's on the apps like that is like Yikes. really like if you become single like you need to be on the apps yeah get your well my friend laura she says get yourself a millennial who can teach you how to use the because <laughs> she was she divorced and you know she's she's uh she just turned 50 she's beautiful and she was just like i i after my divorce i was like well i don't know what the yeah don't know what to you do don't because know, it's the, like the it, last time she dated she was in college exactly it's like such a fish out of water <laughs> thing you have like no idea but the fun thing about doing comedy is exactly a huge range of people. Yeah. Most people are younger than I am. Yeah. Everyone's like, yeah, okay. Like they're all, Here you go. We're, I'm at the club and all the guys are like weighing in on what to say <laughs> and what's going on and messaging. And like, I mean, there's a million people I know who've gotten, and then sometimes I'll just get drunk. I'll be like, write whatever you want. So there are people who've gotten crazy messages from me where I'm like, yeah, I didn't write that. Like, whatever. <laughs> What's the pettiest reason you've like dumped someone or like somebody you like met and you're like, yeah, this isn't going to work out. Oh, there are so many things. I feel like um, at a point it's like, wasn't it like George Costanza? I was like, 
she smelled like oh no it's um it's um so I married an axe murderer where yeah. he's like I don't know she smelled like soup or like something like yeah <laughs> but you just like it's like you also have to be attracted to someone so it's like um I I I like went on a first date with a guy who said but um a lot and yeah oh no and I was like he's like yeah right like after everything I said and I was like I can't fucking do this I could never have a conversation yeah. with him because I want to fucking I hooked up with this one guy who had been a professional football player but now he got injured he doesn't mm-hmm. play now and um but his friends all still play and I think he didn't like he hasn't made the jump in his head that he actually just works in operations at a tech company now oh, shit, and yeah. he was flushing condoms down my toilet and I'm like, like yo man you're gonna like take his yeah I'm like hey pregnant from it FYI I'm 44 so the chances of me being able to get pregnant from your like washed up football sperm is pretty <laughs> unlikely and if I wanted to be screw up your plumbing I mean I, so I'm like what the, I'm like are you flushing and I knew exactly why he was doing it because like he, we, he had talked about like I don't you know you play football you see all these crazy things and girls and I'm like yeah and I just was like I'm gonna be honest the reason I go out with athletes is because they don't want to be comics and he's like yeah I don't want to be a comic and I'm like that's why I'm here man does he not know that once once semen hits air it's no longer fertile it's so sterile so I just <laughs> was I sent him an article <laughs> I sent him an article on how condoms are bad for plumbing and I told him to stick with girls who rent <laughs> get over yourself oh just get over yourself you know you want his fabulous nfl like, i'm like you work in operations man and chill out if he was that worried about him just take him and throw him away in the dumpsters or, or something exactly like just take it with you like yeah take don't it with you. ruin don't... my plumbing of my new condo just be like you know you have a trader joe's bag i could put these yeah. in <laughs> and then um i mean there's just so many things like so many bad weird text messages mm. so many people are just so boring or so stupid <sighs> and i'm like yes. i'm like my minimum is like i just want to have fun like yeah. i'm like this doesn't need to be going anywhere. I don't care like what your job is. I don't care how old you are because I'm not trying to get married again. I'm not Mm -hmm. like looking to you to build a lifestyle. I bought myself a condo that I love. We are staring at the mountains right now. It's a very bachelorette pad. I love it. I don't need anything other than like, be nice, have fun, be good in bed. It turns out that's really hard to find. It really is. It really is. Um, You right now are, I mean, I guess I'm like seeing someone. Yeah. Yeah. You're You're kind of seeing somebody right now. Hey, Keepers! It's MJ and Brie! Have you heard the big news? You mean about the Keeping It Casual Sensuality Workshops? We've been working on these for almost a year with private groups. And now we're taking them global! This is the new Girls Night Out. Or Afternoon Delight Experience. We'll be infusing a sensual yoga flow with a cocktail. Or mocktail. And enticing conversation and sexy games. To drop into an upcoming workshop or book a private group of Head to keepingacasualpodcast.com. Let's do it. Right? Yeah, and we're fucked up in a compatible way. You guys are very (laughs) fucked up in a compatible way. You were friends first, and I remember you had sent me a picture of him reading a book about his situation, and you reading a book about getting over your situation. We were reading, like, our self-help books together. Yes, and I was like, fine, makes sense. But, like, you know, I think, like, you don't have to, like, you, and again, it's like, Oh yeah, like we hang out, we have fun. Yeah. And that is actually hard to come by. And we're I, I feel like you both have a lot of the same goals because I don't think he's 
ready to he's not ready to like yeah. run off and get married it's not like hey yeah. so when are you gonna move in with me it's yeah. like yeah you should just like get a place yeah. and um i'll have this place and we can drive to each other's places exactly. like that's perfect you and- know what i have friends who are they've they've both been divorced and whatever they're polyamorous too but like they have this life, they, they're life partners, but they don't want to ever fucking live together. They like that they live separately and they and still make so much time for each other. And the thing about like dating is, and especially when the last time I dated was in my twenties, I was yeah. in law school. It's very much like you're dating based on like, okay, but I mean like, I want to get married. So where are you, where are you, yeah. where do you want to live? What like hours what do are you What are the morals? Like, what are the goals? Yeah. And then dating when you're like, yo, I'm not trying to do this again is it can be much more chill because I'm like, yeah, I, we're, I don't need to have a conversation about like, where is this going? What do you see in like a year? I'm like, we're, we have fun. We get high and sit on the patio. That's great. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. Like I've never lived with a spouse. I've never lived with a partner. I've never lived with a boyfriend. And I think at, I'm going to be 35 next month. And it's just one of those things that it's like, I don't feel like I missed out on it either. No. Like, I feel like I don't, I don't think like, cause you know, like people move in with their boyfriends in their twenties and I'm so happy. I never fucking did and that. And people, I mean, and also, you know, a lot of my friends are younger than I am because I go out and yeah. I don't want to eat dinner at five 30, like my old friends. <laughs> and I, but there is a difference in how they date. Like they'll be like, you need to make a list of what you want. And I'm like, I actually don't need to make a list of what I want because I don't care if things don't work out because yeah. I'm, perfectly happy to like not deal with this shit again and I don't want to I have a super fun life and I don't want to give up anything I do so I actually don't need to date like that and then I get some people are like no I want to have the that they want to have that like I met the one and this and I'm like more power to you but I also doesn't exist I also will like like I have a friend and she does want to meet someone and she does want to get married and she's like well my friends are telling me I need to be less picky and I'm like as someone who got divorced no be picky you should be pickier I'm like because anything you see up top is going to be way worse in 10 years I agree with that and you know what here's the thing I, I do tell my friends this like obviously be picky be choosy what you're giving your time to, who you're giving your body to, whatever. But there's not a perfect 10 out of 10 person out there. None of us are perfect. You got to find like the six out of 10 and kind of round them up. Kind of do that. Except that also if you go on a date and you just know you're not into someone exactly. and you don't really it. do want a relationship, don't give them another chance Like no. because your instincts are right. And one of the things I realized when I got divorced is for a long time, I was like, I don't know how to date because I can't trust my instincts. Yeah. And so I would have an instinct on someone and then I'd be like, but I should just give them a chance. And then when like the dust settled, I was like, I had every instinct right on my ex-husband, yeah. but I didn't know to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And I lived in a world where it was like you're almost taught ignore that because you're supposed to be married like and so I'm like wait but all the instincts were there yeah and all the information was there I did not know how to read it and I really didn't know how to listen to myself and through the whole time I was married I had so many times where I'm like I'm gonna have to get divorced because my husband won't fuck me and I'm Uh like and that is so embarrassing because I thought like then the world knows I'm like fundamentally unfuckable. <laughs> but you're not. Which I'm not. You're not unfuckable. You're just, uh, athletes don't want you to have their babies. <laughs> you know what? I don't, I was like, dude, I don't want your baby. I was like, if I can guarantee you one thing, it's that if this condom broke and I got pregnant, it would last <laughs> 
the minimal amount of time. Like, do not worry, dude. I am not having your baby. You don't seem like a bright guy. You're not bringing much to the table in terms of personality. Like, I don't want kids. And if I did, I would have done this 20 years ago. You would have done that when you were married. Like, calm down, man. You're not that great. Um, So uh, on that note, as somebody like... I, I am very quick to jump in bed with somebody. Yeah, I do feel you, like you should have sex with someone immediately. Okay, so I was going to ask, do you think there's such a thing as too soon to sleep with somebody? No, it's so funny. I think that because also, you know, I have an, another girlfriend. Her husband mm-hmm. wouldn't have sex with her. And these guys played it up front of like, oh, no, it's because like I really value sex and I want to care about you. And her husband val- like played up the religious side of oh, it. God. And my ex played up like, I, you know, like it's just like a really important thing. And really, it was just hiding the fact that they can't fuck. Their dicks don't work. Mm-hmm. They suck in bed. They don't know what they're doing. And it's almost like just setting up the groundwork to gaslight you down the road. And so I'm like, no, you need to get it on immediately. Dude, fuck first, man. (laughs) Yeah. And then, I mean, like I'm, I'm hanging out with someone now where we were friends first and I go to him. I'm like, this is so weird because we did it backwards because I also feel like that worked out. What was so (laughs) funny about this person that she's been like, dating or whatever i would joke and call him her boyfriend all the time and i was like no and it was before you guys were even friends i feel yeah, like yeah i was like no i'm like no he's your boyfriend and you'd be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> and then i don't know i i knew i laid the groundwork for him. <laughs> there's a, there's a number of people taking responsibility for it but um i'm definitely taking responsibility <laughs> because of she messaged me she had a dream i know so when i had covid in january and he knows the story Mm -hmm. i had a like i was on nyquil and i had like a fever dream that he and i made out we just kissed (laughs) but he had like a cocky attitude about it and i was like i feel like you should be like maybe a little less cocky about this (laughs) and maybe like a little more nervous and then i got mad at him (laughs) about it and i was like oh did you know because he was on a reality show oh right i diverted the conversation and you were like okay now i have other things to talk to yeah yeah and then you all became friends and you all became more than friends (laughs) but i i i did say like oh uh we did it backwards because the other reason I think you should fuck first is if you get to know someone 90% of the time, you're not going to want to fuck them and you're never going to have sex. So I feel like you need to fuck someone before you get to know them because chances are you're not going to be attracted to them after they say too many sentences. So, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. So that's how I approached it is I was like, just don't talk too much. I I need to get laid. And then if it turns out you're cool after that, then we can hang out. Yeah. But like, usually you're not going to want it. Like you, it's like no, right? Yeah, and unfortunately, not unfortunately, I'm gonna say that. But I've been hooking up with your dude's friend. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> you and I have. This is what this is how we've like bonded our friendship is being like, oh great, what have we gotten ourselves into? <laughs> but um, so I've been hooking up with his friend, and that poor guy. I will give him this, even though I'm mad at him right now. <laughs> he chased me for a fucking year before I even was like, good, good, good for you. <laughs> before I was even like, yeah, we can follow each other on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Let him put 
in some effort. But I mean, and the, the, now he's not. So whatever. Yeah, that's the problem is like getting to know people. I don't know if it's really very healthy for a sex life. No. <laughs> I mean, I'm also like, let's be clear, not sure I'm the person to take dating advice from. So yeah. it depends on what your goals are. And I did not get out of a divorce with a goal of being in another relationship. So I. So has anything. <laughs> Speaking of fucking first, has anything like stopped you dead in your tracks from like fucking somebody? Because one time I had a guy, we were going to be, we were going to hook up and he was like, oh, I have something for you. And I was like, oh, what do you have for me? Like, I thought it was going to be so much fun. Uh. And he came, he came out of his closet in a thong. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. I was like, I went, woo. And then I was like, I'm sorry. I have to get back to school. There's a pop quiz. And oh. I left because I was in college at the time. But you can't just drop man thongs on people. No. <laughs> yeah. I guess the biggest thing is like when guys have meltdowns, I'm like, you need to leave. Like, I'm not having this in my house. Like, you oh, can't yeah. have like a meltdown in my house. Like, I'm not your fucking therapist. You need to get out. Or like when you can just really tell someone's going to be, I, oh, I don't like super drunk dudes. Mm. Oh, no. And God, it took me. like the worst sex it ever. It's the worst sex ever. And it took me a while to learn the signs of someone being that drunk because in San Francisco I would do shows and so I'd meet up with people late Mm -hmm. not realizing the entire city starts drinking at like 5 p.m. and I'm not because they have less call that's why I was like why do they start drinking so early yeah and so and like it's just like they get off work and start drinking Mm -hmm. whereas I'm driving to shows and Mm -hmm. like performing and so I'm not having a drink until after my shows Mm -hmm. and not realizing how hammered these dudes were and it's so gross and the hookup is disgusting and then I started to realize like oh they're when a drunk guy is never going to be good in bed no and they're just going to be sloppy that's when they tend to have meltdowns I had a guy like fling himself on my office multiple guys refused to leave my apartment and my neighbor was like you need to call the cops if they do that like oh my god yeah one guy flung himself on my office floor and is like i'm not leaving just hammered blacked out and i'm like what the fuck so yeah the the tantrums and the drinking that's like not that's not good you know no that's not good no it's and i love i because guys this is another thing that will always make me stop when guys like Oh, well, I don't want to wear a condom because it doesn't feel as good. I'm like, it doesn't feel great for me either. No, that but doesn't also, feel I don't want to have your fucking kids. So put a fucking <laughs> condom on. I don't want whatever HPV you might have on that. I, yeah. And or they throw a tantrum about it. Like they the, do. The tantrums. Just in general, a fucking dudes. Your tantrums are not attractive. We don't care about no. your like, we're not your mother. Like, go have a tantrum to your mom. Like, show up and be an adult and if you're here to fuck like pull your shit together and fuck like (laughs) that's it just pull it together the meltdowns are so bad it's so bad and then like the text meltdowns like oh I was like hooking up with this one guy a hundred percent just because he worked two minutes from my house like Mm -hmm. he had zero redeeming value like just (laughs) and my friends are still making fun of me for it and I don't blame them I know who you're talking about yeah just and just not a good hang Oh, good in bed once in a while, but like wouldn't be good in bed consistently because it was just, I think just everything was just a game or a need Mm -hmm. for attention. It was just, it was not fun. And I'm like, I don't need this shit. And so, cause I'm like, Hey, like if you, if you're fun, you want to like kick it at the pool sometimes or like go out for drinks, like Mm -hmm. cool. I don't need you to have your shit together that much, but it couldn't even like Mm -hmm. do that. And so I was just like, Oh, Hey, you know, I sent a, I, I liked when, if I break it off with someone, I like to be so passive aggressive where I'm like, 
oh no it's like not you at all when obviously it's like you're just such a loser and I'm like I'm not even gonna give you the satisfaction of like telling you anything like because I because I to me that's like a form of continuing to engage and I'm like done engaging yeah so I'm just like oh yeah hey like it's been great hanging out but um I'll see you around I'm gonna take some time to myself yeah and he called me and he's like, are you fucking serious? And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like, he's like, are you mad at me? Did I do something? And I'm like, Oh, this guy would just love if I'm mad at him. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I think you're not a high value person, but like, I'm not even, I'm not even I'm not mad. mad at you. I, and so I'm just like, no, no, it's just me. And obviously being so fake, yeah. which is like, just so I don't, I'm not engaging for real. Yeah. And then, um, I'm like, but I mean, I'll tell you, like, so you're not going to see me anymore. And I'm like, well, I'll see you around. And he goes, Oh no, you won't. Oh, <laughs> and I'm there, like, buddy. Okay, well, you know, have okay, a good bye. one. And then he just texted me a broken heart emoji, <laughs> which is like the most like off base emoji you could have sent. Like it would have made more sen- sense if he just sent me like a An angry face or like a roll of toilet paper would have made like a anything. Eggplant. Anything would have made more sense. And I was like. Yeah, we hooked up late at night, and I don't think either of us were into it. Like, yeah. like whatever. It was just a hookup of convenience. And so the broken heart <laughs> emoji is just, uh, we're all still making fun of that one. Dude, uh, one time I had a guy, I didn't even hook up with him. We went on a date. I was like, I'm not feeling this. I didn't. Okay. <clears throat> was it petty why I wasn't feeling it? Yes. We met for Starbucks, and he brought... He didn't even pay for my latte. Oh my god! He he brought a McDonald's iced coffee with oh him no. to the Starbucks. No. Like, bitch, what? if you you don't have to pay for my latte, but spend five dollars on your own. Yeah. Don't bring a McDonald's dollar iced coffee with oh you to a fucking god. Starbucks. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> oh my god! I I like. Don't I forget about these things and now I'm talking to you. I'm I know like all these recovered memories. I know I have so many stories because it's just been like <laughs> such a batshit crazy yes. like because few Phoebe's years. Fucking insane. So this guy, we we had a conversation. I wasn't really feeling good. I couldn't I was fixating on the fucking McDonald's coffee. I was just like, this is so lame. This is so lame. So we hug, we say goodbye. I go to California and meet up with my ex-boyfriend and we have sex and whatever. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. You know, exes, it's easy to fall back into real quick. Come back here. And I text him. I was like, I was like, you know, I don't want to like string you along. I'm just, I'm not that interested. Right. And he was like, you know what? You fucking bitch. I only thought you. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. We're starting with this. I'm a fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. He was like, the only thing I wanted to do was watch you take take my nine inch cock. <laughs> yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> you know, then- like men who drink McDonald's <laughs> iced coffees at Starbucks are known for having giant dicks and laying down pipe. And then he said he was gonna put me on a website. You know the website Carfax? Well, they used to have one called. Ho facts where men would go and report hoes. Oh, so I gosh. was. This was a proud moment. I should. I should have printed it out. I Man, was on. Man, I want to get on that website so <laughs> it bad. Exist anymore. Oh. But <laughs> yes, because they started doing revenge porn on it. It got taken down. Oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I never because I never sent him. That's anything. true. It is total revenge porn, but it's also pretty funny. <laughs> I w- I never sent him nudes or There's anything. There's nothing just, like, more hilarious <laughs> than like a man throwing a tantrum. Like you're like, are you? an adult like okay. what on earth so you're sh- you're you're a little shorty like me 
He told me he was 5'5". Five five. Okay, I tend to generally date men who are taller than me. But I was like, 5'5", five five, all right, like, I'll give it a go. He was shorter than me when, when I showed up. And oh, I was like, no. oh, okay, that's strike one. And then the yeah. McDonald's ice Well, coffee. that's why he lashed out. He said he does not have a nine-inch dick. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> he does not have a nine-inch dick. No. Guys would with, just let him have this one. <laughs> guys with big dick energy would not be like, I want you to take my nine-inch dick. No. They're like, I have a small dick. Yeah. Like, I don't I, know what it is about big dick energy. They always joke they have small dicks, and I'm like. Or they just stay quiet about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. One of the things when I was very first single, I was in the, um, um, bathroom at Punchline Comedy Club where they actually have female comics so we yeah. can have powwows in the bathroom together. Yes. I miss those days. So a bunch of us are in the bathroom like right when I'm single and the girls are like, okay, okay, like, you know, hyping me up and I'm like, well, how do I know I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm like ready to go out. But I'm like, how do I know if a guy's good in bed or not? And they all look at me and they're like, you just don't. And I'm like, what? And they're like, it's like open micing. Like you just got to like go test it out. <laughs> and I'm like, no. And they're like, yeah, you got to have a lot of bad sex to like find the good sex. Yes, you do. And I'm like, oh, this is awful. You know, interesting. Up until recently, I had never came from a guy going down on me. Really? Because men aren't that good at it. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like <laughs> Women? Yes. You, Men? You could so have good. been married to my ex who didn't go down on me for nine years until I asked him to. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, like Men, he's so like, bad at it. I just know so many guys who are like, hype it up. And da, 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 and they were like, I'm so good at this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure, Maybe, buddy. maybe, maybe. not. And then... Finally, <laughs> the guy I'm sleeping with now, he was texting me and hyping himself up. And I was like, oh, no, I know. I will never believe anyone hyping themselves up. He wasn't like hyping oh, if, himself if up. You, if I match someone from the app and they try to tell me how good they are in bed and like how hard they're going to make me come, I'm like, see, but he it'll like, never happen. I'll, I'll give him props because he'd be like, you'll probably be disappointed. He's like, but I am a giver and da 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 da. And I was uh, like, okay. he's like, I like to make a girl come first. And but like so to, to me, way. one thing I did realize I have some data points on this yeah. is when guys are like, oh, no, like I don't even care about sex. I just want to go down on you it means i have a really small dick and can't fuck well that's not true but <laughs> <laughs> every single guy who like said that to me or oh, is like, i believe that i'm yeah. just saying in his case not so true oh, okay um but when he was telling me that i remember reading it and being like mm, i'm sure <laughs> right nobody no guy has ever done this yeah yeah so yeah you're gonna be the one right, <laughs> right. and then i was like oh well maybe you are yeah <laughs> i mean guys with small dicks are usually pretty pretty good at it because they need to like overcompensate yeah which is great i don't i haven't been i haven't this is really great for me i don't i haven't been had sex with a lot of small dicks in my life oh my god you should go to san francisco if you ever want to try it no that's where the guys with small dicks no, live no i moved to vegas and was like oh it's just like big dicks here it's this a is plethora awesome. of big dicks it's just vegas. like tall hot dudes who hit on me openly and have big dicks they're not all great <laughs> no. i don't want to like continue anything with most of them but like I was like, oh, if I had known th the legitimate difference between the dicking out here than up there, yeah, then I would have just moved out here right away. Like, and I'm not, I'm not like, oh, these are quality men that you want to build a life with. No, but I'm like, if you just want a better chance of getting a good dick, yes. like, get out of San Francisco. So, you know, it's interesting. Here's the thing: I do like a good big dick, but I've noticed two 
some dudes with big dicks just think the big dick is gonna speak it, for itself and it's that's true. really annoying yeah and there and it's also like i i was hooking up with a lot of professional athletes mostly again because they don't want to be comics <laughs> and there's a there's like a mixed bag with that where it's just like oh yeah okay here's my dick here i am here's my dick and here's i'm like dick. no 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 I, I don't i'm not here because i'm so excited to sleep with an athlete i just don't want you trying to like ask me how to get into comedy so like you still have to do something to work here you know <laughs> Um, I will give it the uh, athlete that I hooked up with that made me sign an NDA so I can't talk so much about it. Dude, what's so funny is one of our mutual friends um, used to play that sport. Okay. And I I gave him a few choice things. I was like, he made me sign an NDA. He played for this team and... The next day he did this and he was like, I know exactly who it is. (laughs) And he told me the name and I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, so anyway, he makes me sign an NDA. I had no idea who he was because when we matched on the dating app, he told me he was a sports physical therapist. And I was right. like, why would I not believe that? Like, I yeah. was like, okay, cool. We we go, I, I meet up with him at a suite in the Venetian and it was a big ass suite. And I was like, a sports physical therapist are you (laughs) that's not this doesn't add up in my brain that's hilarious (laughs) yeah i mean i just think like i I don't know like it's just i i i grew up doing sports like i'm just kind of like yeah okay that's cool but like i'm Again, I'm 44 years old. I'm not like trying to lock it down with like a 25 year old football player. Like I don't even want anything to do with that. Like I'm like, yeah, if you're again, if you're fun and you're good in bed and you're like nice enough, like cool. But otherwise, like I'm not who you should be worried about. Like I don't want this to be I don't want anything permanent from this. I don't want your baby. (laughs) I don't want any STDs. Like I don't want any of it. You know, dude. I don't want too much conversation. It's not always that great. (laughs) That's not true. I did actually like date one guy who was like young professional athlete and just super cool like yeah. a good guy like i have yeah. met some people who are good guys yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah they're, they're, they're out there so we're gonna go into a rapid fire all right and it's first date scenarios so okay. would you smash or would you pass and i have a question do they all look the same are they all like appearance wise fuckable appearance wise fuckable okay okay yeah i love that you asked that because that's not even no one of my guests have ever asked that when i play like yeah because i put up with a lot more of their appearances fuckable so i just needed to know what we were working with here they're all and they're all the same okay got it yeah 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 they're people you would match on an app and go on a date okay okay got it okay so first date scenario he asks you how many partners you've had sex oh my god i would no i'm out of there men never ask that question that's just a sign that they're so insecure and they're gonna be trash in bed he tells you before the date you're both going dutch no <laughs> and i even have like no problem paying for stuff along the way yeah. but at, like a first date it's like such a red flag if a guy doesn't pay I and, like, and we don't need to go somewhere expensive i can no. go and get like one drink at a dive bar you like, could go to starbucks yeah as long i don't as he doesn't bring a mcdonald's I, and i drink. never want to go to dinner on a first date no, anyway so either. like there's no way anyone can complain that it's like mm-hmm. about the money but i'm like it is about just like do you even know enough to know to do this yeah 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 okay <laughs> you show up and he's wearing a turtleneck and crocs <laughs> <laughs> i mean it it depends like if he's like really owning it and it's hilarious and a good hang like i might be okay with that okay. yeah 
Like, and I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm like so excited, but I would, and then I would message you immediately and be like, I fucked a guy in a turtleneck and Crocs. <laughs> Obviously it's time for an intervention, but I would like still would, could see myself moving forward. What if it was like, um, what are those like faux turtle dickies? Are those what those are called? I feel, I feel like if I'm having a good time, I can, I can like Look. deal with like some weird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, we need to find a guy in turtleneck and Crocs. <laughs> no, we don't. It, again, it's not what I'm looking for and I wouldn't be proud. But I need the story <laughs> but if someone's like really hot i can see a scenario where i'd be like you know what okay and um, i would totally take I pictures know what i'm buying your dude for christmas he mentions his ex negatively multiple times so i'm probably okay with that just because i if perform about my ex negatively all oh. the time so you know if someone shows up and it's like they're trying to take out their mm -hmm. relationship anger on me no but like i feel like i'm pretty entertaining when i trash my ex yeah so if it's like something wild and entertaining like mm -hmm. i'm okay so this this last one actually comes from an advice email that we received which i will get into with you but um what if he has a backpack filled with sex toys and wants to handcuff you on the first date. Smash or pass. Brings his backpack of sex toys. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> so, like, even if it was in a different carrying device, I'd probably, like, feel better. But, no, I would think I would not want a guy to show up with a bag of sex toys. So, we had a, we had a keeper write into us once, and... Reading this story, I was in like when MJ was reading it to me. I was so in that tears. someone happened. This happened to someone, and they didn't meet on a sex app. They met on like a dating. They app. met on like a dating app, and they had exchanged some like sexual conversation. And she had mentioned like she he had she had never been handcuffed, and he was like, "Well, let's get a hotel room, and I'll handcuff you, and we'll have sex." Oh, okay. So they had talked about that before. Okay. Okay, that's and that's fine. That's fine. And yeah. I was like, why are you guys getting hotel rooms? Why can't you fuck at each other's houses? But that, that was a whole other like, right, side right. story. I was like, okay, are you both married? And yeah, yeah. Secret rendezvousing? Like, what's happening? So anyway, she says, you know, they go on a date. They have a few drinks. They get the hotel room. And it was out here because she mentioned where the hotel was. And I was like, that's where you guys got a hotel oh, room no. too. And <laughs> she goes... He goes into his backpack and I hear a bunch of clinking. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, in the story, it's like a bunch of clinking, a bunch of this. She, th she thought he was going for the handcuffs. And of course, me, I'm like, Ugh, don't let a guy on a first date handcuff you, though. Because like, what if he handcuffs you and fucking stabs you? Like, there's so many. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> clinking around, clinking around, pulls out a metal vibrator and just starts oh, using no. it on her. No, no. And then she looks and he had like a bunch of sex toys just thrown in this random fucking back. Also, if anyone like just showed up with sex toys and <laughs> even if I was okay with it, I'd be like, where's the alcohol? I'm sterilizing this myself so that I know what the, like the sterilization situation is. I don't is. mind if a man has like a vibrator from an ex as long as I see it being cleaned. Like, right, exactly. That wouldn't like, bother me. But to just pull it out of a bag, like I'm not trusting a dude that he's cleaned <laughs> the vibrator in his fucking backpack. No, I know. That's, like I'm like, also, it, is it in a plastic bag is, is it sterile like she, no from the way the letter or the email made it seem the letter <laughs> i'm getting it from a carrier pigeon what am i talking about <laughs> by the way the email made it seem it seemed like he just had a bunch of sex toys thrown in a backpack yeah no that's weird i mean if i was on a date and a guy showed up with a backpack i would find that weird to begin with right exactly that's why i was like i mean there are scenarios where someone having sex toys is like totally fine exactly but again like the cleaning thing is 
obviously an issue. Yeah. And, and just, I would just need to have had that discussed beforehand. I not only, yeah, exactly. Not only that, if I'm going to let a dude use sex toys on me, it's going to be my, like my toy at my house or something he has at his house. Yeah. I don't want you to bring a bunch of sex toys. Like your travel bag of sex toys. Yeah. That, like he just keeps it in the car, like for on the go. <laughs> like the way I have my gym bag. No, exactly. Now, if we're having a conversation and he's like, oh, I've never used a vibrator on somebody. Then I'd be like, let me bring mine. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's it's a finesse. Don't bring back. Yeah. Don't bring backpacks filled with sex toys, men. And it's just like anything that's a little off like that a little bit. You know that there's so much more stuff that doesn't make sense beyond exactly. it. Which is why I tell people like, no, if you're actually looking to get married, you should be as picky as possible yeah. because like, yeah, you want to give people a chance, but that's different from having a gut instinct that you're not into someone because yeah. that's a waste of time. And that, that situation you're like, what comes after this? Cause something comes after this. Yeah, yeah. That's well, see to me, I was like, well, he wants to handcuff you and he has a backpack filled with sex toys. That's some weird, like serial killer Jeffrey, yeah. like yeah. sexual serial killer bullshit. For like, sure. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm a hard pass on that. <laughs> I'm, but hard pass. I'm fascinated by the situation. <laughs> I know. And it sucks too. Cause there's times where it's like, but you kind of want to do it for the story of it. I know. Well, that's like where I am with the turtleneck and Crocs. Like, I'm like, <laughs> that's kind of harmless. Like, and if he could like know that it's not good, but it's like, I just, my feet are comfortable and my neck was cold. You're like, okay. <laughs> okay. What if instead of Crocs, he had those like foot shoes? You know what I'm talking about? The, oh, like, no. hikers well, <laughs> the other thing is I sent um, Kool-Aid something that I thought he would think was great and he it was too much even for him but it was Crocs with you know how that you can attach things to yeah. them with nuts like the way you'd attach nuts to a truck because I was like Kool-Aid's from Texas yeah. and so and he loves Crocs he does love Crocs. and I like love his shoe collection and so I was like hey I found your Crocs like with nuts hanging from them and even Kool-Aid was like Liz no and I was like oh wow I went too trashy for Kool-Aid for the record keepers Kool-Aid is my roommate <laughs> he but I was like, if you're from Texas at some point, haven't you had a truck with balls hanging from it? Like, I imagine. He has actually a very structured joke about that, too. So, so I didn't even yeah. know that. And so I just was like, I these made me think of you. And he's like, yeah, I don't think so. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, I tried. <laughs> Anytime, like, something with balls comes up and, like, uh, he's like, nah. I'm like, well, your dad's gay, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liz, this has been so much fun. But I think we'll talk for like four hours. I know. I mean, I'm glad after two years we finally did it. Me too. It was great. So if you want, where can everybody like find you social media wise? Um, So my Instagram is at Liz Stone Comedy. And I do post shows. I'm at the Laugh Factory in Vegas starting Tuesday, September 27th for a mm -hmm. week to uh, October 2nd. Then I'm in San Francisco at San Francisco Punchline. October 11th to the 16th and mm -hmm. I'm there for a while for lo with local shows then I'm featuring at LA Comedy Club at the end of October can't wait for that starting October 24th to October 30th then I'm in Glamorous Reno starting on Halloween at the Laugh Factory there October 31st to November 2nd so Woo! I'm there. And so I posted on Instagram. Go, go see her. And she she doesn't just do like Nevada and Northern California. She's been to Canada. She's 
I know you've gone to New Orleans. That has impeded our recording at one point. I know. There was like I have been traveling t- a lot. There's like three times we planned it. And then you were like, I'm going to be in New Orleans. I'm going to be in New Orleans. I'm going to be in New Orleans. Like three different dates. And I was yeah. like, fuck, dude, I want to be in New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> I've been all over the place. Yeah. But those are, that's where I'm in mostly California and Vegas and yes. Nevada. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so happy we finally did this. And keepers, until next time. Bye.